0: And welcome to another podcast of Iconic Freedom, The Formula. We are talking about setting standards for accountability and responsibility in this journey of personal development. Let each care for self and all
1: will be cared for. Despite what you might be thinking, these two circles are not equal. I repeat, these two circles are not equal. One is, in fact, larger than the other. What I need you to do is determine which one that is. So, Please raise your hand if you believe the blue circle is larger than the red. Alright. Please raise your hand if you believe the red circle is larger than the blue. Alright, very good. Now, before I said anything about these two circles, what was your first instinct? Equal. right? Because they look equal. And the reason why they look equal is because in fact they are equal. These two circles are identical. Yet I got just about every one of you to raise your hand and say that they're not. So what do we learn? That you can be manipulated like, That to believe in something that goes against your natural instincts. Just just imagine, just imagine as a child you're taught that the blue circle is larger than the red. If you say it enough times, you convince yourself that's the truth. If you're told the lie enough times, it becomes part of your reality. And if enough people are taught that lie, that the blue circle is larger than the red, well now it becomes part of the culture. And if that culture then passes that misinformation along to the next generation, Well, now it becomes.
0: So, the thing that I really liked about that particular clip was that it really pointed to something that I wanted to highlight for today's podcast. And I've touched briefly on this in the past, but I haven't really delved into it. Uh, to a great degree, but I want to do that a little bit today and just bring some awareness and just some thought processes, uh, something to contemplate in your world as you go through the week. But the thing that I want to talk about is the lie, the lie about your emotions. It's pretty fascinating how that particular clip encompasses what we have been brainwashed and told in our entire lives, from the time you know you know you're a little wee one uh, running around, is that you want to follow your heart, you know that your emotions are the thing to be indulged and I was having a really lovely uh, lunch yesterday with some uh folks that I just met here in Texas recently. One of the things that came up in the conversation. Uh, several times was, you know, why are, are these things happening? Why are these things happening? And of course, we've talked about the why is an opportunity to lie, right? So I don't really care about the why, but I do care about the what. You know, what is the motivation for doing that to a society? What is the motivation for constantly haranguing on people that they need to follow their heart, that it's their emotions that should be indulged, that it's the emotion that is the thing that brings about the joy and happiness in life? And what if that's the lie? What if that's the lie that movies and television and books and short stories and poems, what if all of that is the lie? What if what you don't realize is that you are, in a sense, what if you're in a matrix (laughs) of emotional discourse, of something that is perpetuated and propagated to keep you confused. It's a very interesting thing that when you speak to a reality, people hear it. Um, In politics, I say that, you know, when politicians are playing dirty, people know it. They know it on a visceral level, not on an emotional level, but something within them, that internal authority. That's one of the things that I think is kind of fascinating is that you are taught from a very early age to ignore your internal authority. Your child or you as a child are running around and you're enjoying and having fun and all of a sudden Billy Bob walks up and you you just don't have a good sense, you don't have a good internal instinct about Billy Bob. And you don't want to play with Billy Bob. But what starts to happen is teachers and preachers and parents just want to sit there and tell you to ignore your internal instinct, your internal authority, and instead give way to some sort of, um, what I I guess the only other way to say it is, is some sort of societal pressure to like everybody, or to love everybody. And the reality is, is that's just not the case. There are people that are diseased in this world, that have disease patterns, that have personalities that you don't want to be around. And why should it be that people are forcing you to be around those people? Or that they're sitting there forcing you to think that there's something wrong with you, If you don't feel a particular way, what is wrong with opening up a conversation with yourself? Let each make their choice and let each decide for self. You don't have to have an ego to establish that something is right or wrong. There are many degrees of consideration, right? But if everybody is looking for the answer, then nobody is doing any of the thinking. And if nobody's doing any of the thinking, what are they doing? All they're doing is emoting. And we see it consistently. You know, there are, for lack of a better term, there are two sides going on in this country. And one of them is very emotional consistently constantly and when they don't get what they want they escalate their emotion it's a very fascinating thing. if you've been in a relationship where you've been unable uh, incapable of managing your emotions in an argument what starts to happen when you don't get your way when you can't control and manipulate something you start to escalate your emotions in hoping that it's going to bring about subjugation from the other person Well, what is your motivation in that? What is your self-interest in trying to do that? To feed your own ego in order to do what? We talk about self-interest is what is self-interest? It's to feel good. You want to feel good about controlling or getting what you want. Well, what if getting what you want is just an inside job just for you, What is it about you that makes you think that you have to rely on everyone outside of you in order to get what you want? You don't. You don't need to rely on anybody. All you need to know is what it is you want, and then you take action to move towards whatever that is. You're going to have players, you know, not players, but (laughs) people that are part of your world that are definitely going to impact your world, they're going to be a part of it in some form or another. But the decisions about what you want to do, the action of what you want to do, all comes from you. But if all you're doing is living in your emotions all the time, emotions are like this clouded, um, diseased-ridden, cancerous, Uh, I want to say addictive process, it's like constantly being on meth. It's like constantly being on fentanyl, or Oxycontin, or any other number of drugs that you, or or alcohol, that you want to indulge in. And when you do that, you can't think clearly. You know, uh, a couple months ago, I talked about, you know, what we believe, what we think, and what we know. And if you are focusing on what you know, if you learn to hone your skills of what you know, you're looking at really maintaining a life where you have polished your own internal authority, that it doesn't take you a minute or two to realize it. It takes you a moment, you know, a split second of realizing, no, yes, yes, no. And then you act on that. It's not as though you have to listen to what everybody else is saying. How many times have you read a person's uh, biography or story and, you know, it's quite fascinating that they will talk about how they went against you know all the odds or all of you know everybody else's uh, telling them to do something in a particular way, and they decided not to that you know unfortunately, they turn to go, "Oh, I followed my heart, but the reality is is they followed their own internal authority. it's not a mystery it's you know it's not magical. There's nothing, you know, out there in the universe that's, you know, uh, some sort of metaphysical thing that's going on. It's just you. It's you at one with you. And if you're able to continue to polish and hone that skill for yourself, it's amazing what you're going to be able to achieve in your own life for your own happiness. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be famous and you're, you know, you're going to be a billionaire and all the rest of those shenanigans. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It means you're going to have a life of happiness because you're choosing correctly for yourself. You're making the choices along the path of your own journey about what you think is going to work for you. It's what you think and then what you come to know for yourself of what works for you. Sometimes, The way you may interact with somebody, Uh, you may consistently interact with people in a particular way, but somebody comes along in your path and is acting like a jerk, and the only way to deal with them is, you know, basically telling them to F off. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes it happens that way. There will be situations where diseased people will try to step in front of you as you're on your journey and your path. And you need to be able to manage that. So what I want to encourage you to do this week, especially when you're going through and you're thinking maybe about this podcast, is that consider the idea that your emotions have been hijacked. That there's a society that has attempted to place so much value on your feelings all the time that they have forgotten how to think logically, how to manage their day-to-day world in being able to develop accountability and responsibility. When you think about people that are emotional all the time, these are people that will not take responsibility for their life. They will not own their choices. They will not look you in the eye and say, I made that choice. I own it. Now I need to be able to respond to that choice. No, it's all about the emotion. It's about blaming somebody else. Somebody else did something. I grew up in a bad situation. This is how my life was. Woe is me. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm encouraging you to move away from that if it's something you want to consider. That living in your emotions is nothing more than a disease pattern that isn't going to serve you. If you're able to sit back and look at the patterns of your life, to look at the aggregate of your life up until this point, ask yourself when you've been overly emotional or you feel like you, you know, I just I lost it, you know, the other day, Was that really a successful moment for you or was it filled with being contrite and regret that you were incapable of that at that moment of being able to just manage a situation for what it was and not try to control and manipulate it? Because one of the reasons why people get emotional is because what? Here's the pattern. They are attached to an outcome And when you're attached to an outcome, you will do what in order to achieve that outcome? You will try to control and you will try to manipulate in order to get there. For what self-interest you want to feel good? Well, what if you just rely on yourself? You know, I say it at the beginning of each podcast, let each care for self and all will be cared for. And I say now, let each make their choice, let each decide for self. Don't let your ego get you into a brainwashing of what is right and what is wrong. What is right and what is wrong for the person sitting across the table from you may not be what is right or what is wrong for you, right? You have to figure out what is correct for me, and then you do that. Now, if you have these people in your life that are loving, supportive people, All they're going to do is say, hey, that sounds great, go for it. You being an accountable, responsible person, you're not going to be making choices that will impact people in a way to bring harm, either to yourself or to them. So the people that are supporting you realize they already know it, that you are not going to create harm to yourself or to them. And why wouldn't they want to be supportive? Because they're not having to take it on. They don't have to take care of you. They don't have to fix you. They don't have to save you. You're taking care of your own life. So I want to encourage you to co- contemplate this. Uh, if, you, if you get a chance and you're thinking about it, you know, drop a comment uh, down in the comments and let me know. Let me know what uh, this is doing for you and how it's helping you to shift and change your life in these small moment-to-moment choices that you're having. And we are at the end of another podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hit that like button if you would. Share this with your friends and family. You never know what they might get out of this. If you'd like to subscribe, feel free to do so. You can do that on the website, link down below. My email is there, so if you have a situation that you'd like me to cover on the podcast, That would be awesome. I'd be happy to do that. Send me an email.